It's time for an unbiased, uncensored, unapologetic, common sense look at motorsports. It's time for Toby's Take with Toby LaGrange. Well, hello everyone and welcome to Toby's Take. I'm Toby LaGrange, your host of this podcast, and this is episode number two, entitled The Judge and the King, Those Who Inspired Me. We'll get to that in part two of the podcast, but part one, some news and notes. First up, and most importantly, I have to say a big I love you to my grandfather, Gordon LaGrange, who passed away 21 years ago tomorrow from that dreaded C word known as cancer. Uh, my grandparents were pretty successful dairy farmers on a large farm in Johnstown, right on LaGrange Road, and they also had a sawmill attached to the dairy farm, and part of the sawmill was creating boards, of course, and those boards and that wood went to the Fonda Speedway, which made up the walls in the late 1970s and early 80s. Uh, my uh, grandfather used to provide them for Ralph Company, and he used to joke with my grandfather that um, my father would knock those walls down, so he had to buy more from my grandfather. Uh, but rest in peace, Grandpa LaGrange, you're dearly missed. You touched a lot of lives. You and my grandmother took in a lot of foster kids as well. You did a lot of things for the community, and you were greatly missed. He was a firefighter as well, as a chief. So he did a lot, and 21 years ago, tomorrow, he passed away. He left us on this earth. So we love you, Grandpa LaGrange, and uh, we hope you're smiling down on us from way up there. Moving on to some news and notes. Um, if you're looking for some columns to read, head on over to Race Pro Weekly, raceproweekly.com. You'll be able to see my columns over there as well. Some of my podcasts throughout the season, whether it be here on Toby's Take or over on the Cow Palace podcast, will make their way into written form and become columns posted over on Race Pro Weekly. We posted one a few days ago um, regarding my top 10 announcers of all time. Got some good feedback, got some negative feedback, but that goes with the territory. We welcome all feedback here on Toby's Take, as well as on the Kyle Palace and in my columns. Um, the top 10 announcers of all time was my opinion. I can't really comment on announcers who I never heard. And some of those announcers that were requested, and I've had some people saying some not so nice terms that I was an idiot for the most part. That I didn't announce, or that I didn't mention some announcers from the PA in New Jersey area from the seventies and eighties. Well, during that time, I was about negative one to you know negative ten, so I didn't exactly hear all those announcers at their peak or even at all. Um, and I tried to keep it towards those announcers who I actually heard in person, and uh, that's where my list came from. Moving on to some track news, the Fonda Speedway announced that the Fonda 200, once again, will always be known as the Malk Valley 200 to me, will pay $53,000 to win to the modified feature winner, the 200 lapper, and $1,000 to start this year. Rather large purse going on in September, September 16th through the 18th at the Fonda Speedway. So make sure you're there. Log on to FondaSpeedway.com for more information or find them on Facebook. The Devil's Bulls Speedway made some waves just a, about a week or so ago, give or take, when they announced that they were going to switch to Saturday Night Racing. Now, this is not new for the Devil's Bulls Speedway. Under the previous um, ownership by the Richards family, they tried Saturday Nights up there when it was the original dirt track um, before, and it didn't exactly work out well. Uh, when Mike Bruno took over, he ran the asphalt program on Saturdays and the separate dirt track on Sundays, and then when he made the dirt track all one, they got rid of the asphalt track, of course, and got rid of the Saturday programs, and now they're back to trying it on 
Sundays. Again, I'm not sure why the move. They have their own reasons, and I wish them all the well. I do feel bad for the racers who have to make a choice. Kenny Tremont Jr. being one of those, and those who call the Bear Ridge Speedway home. Not far away from Devil's Bowls, right in Vermont. The only other dirt track in the state of Vermont also runs Saturday night with a dirt car sportsman modified as their top class. Um, hopefully, they both can coincide without too much of an effect on car counts and fan counts. Only time will tell. I with Wish both tracks luck, all the drivers luck, and I hope the 2021 season is much better for everyone than the 2020 season. So that'll do it for our notes here for Toby's Take this week. Stay tuned for part two, The Judge and the King, right here on Toby's Take. The Judge and the King. If you know me well enough, then you probably already know who I'm referring to with this title. The Judge and the King come from the same areas, and without knowing, have shaped my future. Their work inspired me to become a writer, an announcer, and even a lawyer. While the legal inspiration never came to fruition for financial reasons, the other two did, and I have these two legends and Hall of Famers from Fulton County to thank for it. If you were a Dirt Modified fan back in the late 1980s and early to mid-1990s, then you were very familiar with This Week on Dirt. I, of course, was no exception. The late Andy Fusco, a.k.a. the judge in this episode's title, had a profound effect on me growing up. I would sit in front of my television every Thursday night or Saturday morning as a kid and take in the current This Week on Dirt program, and in doing so, marveled at Fusco's smooth speech and deep knowledge of our sport. Quite simply put, I wanted to sit in his chair when I grew up, or, with no disrespect to the very talented and future Hall of Famer Doug Logan, Doug's chair so I could banter with Fusco for 30 minutes each week about the sport I loved while others at home watched as intently as I used to. I had it all mapped out. Well, as best as a 10-year-old could anyway. I would graduate from Gloversville High School, then head to either Syracuse University or my second choice, SUNY Oneana, and then I would be off to Albany Law School. Then eventually become a judge and somehow sit in that aforementioned seat in the studio. Oh, and, and sit in the king's seat too, but more on that in a moment or two. Why SUNY Oneana as an alternative to the Cuse? Well, I was a fat kid, and I really loved Brooks Barbecue. And as you know, Brooks Barbecue is right down the road. Well, real life was not something that 10-year-old me had a grasp on yet, or many 10-year-olds. When 1997 rolled around, and I did indeed graduate from Gloversville High School, the rest of the plan fell apart. While the grades were easily, would easily get me into either Syracuse or Oneana, and I'm sure, eventually, Albany Law, the finances were not there. No large scholarships were headed my way either, except for a partial bowling scholarship to a school in Buffalo. Between when my mapped-out plan was formulated in my head and when reality hit, I continued to soak up this week on dirt each week and those broadcasts that featured Fusco. In 2012, I, along with a hundred or so others, gathered at the Saratoga Automobile Museum in Saratoga Springs for their annual Law Speedways program. Fusco was one of the speakers that day and provided some very helpful information for Fonda fanatics and journalists such as myself. He uncovered proof that the first event at the Fonda Speedway was held in 1914 making the track of champions the oldest track still operating in the state of New York. Sadly, Andy passed away far too soon on March 19, 2015, at the age of 62. Later that year, I was honored to induct Fusco into the Fonda Speedway Hall of Fame. And might I add, 
While Fonda Speedway has been great over the last few years of honoring its legends, Andy Fusco needs to have a night as well. Just my opinion. Joining Fusco in that Hall of Fame class of 2015 was the King portion of this podcast, Jim King. Since I was a little kid, and when I say little kid, I mean before 10-year-old Toby's formulated his master plan, I wanted to be an announcer. Not just any announcer. I wanted to be the king. For many years, my mom, cousins, friends, and I would occupy the top two and sometimes three rows to the turn four side of the tower stairway at the Fonda Speedway. This was not only a perfect view of the racing action, but it gave me great access to all the officials and dignitaries who made their way up the tower stairs each week. I have said this many times, and I will say it again. From the time I was three years old in 1982 until I was 34 in 2013, I only missed one race at the track, and that was for the aforementioned high school graduation. I missed two events in 2013 due to health reasons, and wouldn't miss another until 2016. During that stretch, many announcers occupied the tower, but the only one I wanted to hear was Jim King. One of my earliest memories of going to Fonda was calling the races from my seat, usually in the top row, imitating Jim as best I could. I would take notes while calling the race, and on the drive home, whispered to myself a review of the night's action, much like Andy Fusco would do on This Week on Dirt, and I'm sure in the process, drive my dear mother crazy. I also tried to look the part on occasion. Back then, announcers and officials used to receive hats from the night sponsor. Well, as the kid on top, at the top of the stairs, I usually was the recipient of those hats. The number of hats I had used to drive my mom and my grandmother nuts. I would take those hats, wear them in my room with the door closed, and whilst using a stack of pens and pencils as a microphone, call the previous week's racing action based on my notes and my memory. And often, that sounded worse than you think it would, but it was, it was definitely fun and an experience. And Lord, oh Lord, how I would give anything to see a video of that right now. Fast forward until the last week of December in 2013, and I finally, after all those years, got the call to work alongside Jim as an announcer at the Fonda Speedway. If you think I was happy, well, multiply that because I was ecstatic. Those two seasons I spent working alongside and learning from the King are irreplaceable, not only for learning reasons, but in my heart. Each week I felt like that kid again, only I was holding a real microphone. And let me tell you, after I got that phone call, I called my mom and literally said all those um, um, nights announcing in the grandstands at Fonda and on the way home, I finally paid off. I would literally give anything to return home again. That's an understatement. One can only hope and dream that'll happen someday. Till then, I just bide my time and wait for that phone call. And while I'm dreaming, a seat on the set of This Week on Dirt would be great too. Or something equivalent to it. Now how did I come up with the name for this podcast? Well, that was pretty simple. Andy Fusco is a real-life judge, as I have mentioned. And Jim King, well, he's the king of announcers at the Fonda Speedway. And it's not even close not just because of his last name. These two men have given much more to the sport than they have ever realized. For that, and the influence they had on me, I have to say a huge thank you. And I've said that to Jim, but I've never got to say that to Andy Fusco, of course, and that's unfortunate. And that has been episode two of Toby's Take. Next week, episode two of the Cow Palace, will, the Cow Palace podcast will premiere on Friday. In this podcast, I'll review my 2011 interview with Jack Johnson. You will not want to miss it. Until then, stay safe and, of course, support those that support racing.
This has been a LaGrange Media production. LaGrange Media, your home for podcasts, driver ranking programs, and announcing and voiceover services. Are you in need of an announcer for your race, game, or event? How about an MC for your banquet or fundraiser? Or maybe you are looking at creating a commercial for your business or event and need someone to do the voiceover. If so, give me a call. I can be reached at 518-844-2196 via email at lagrangemedia at yahoo.com or through Facebook and Twitter. Professional, prepared, dependable, and experienced. Give Toby LaGrange a call today.